Honk with Mike Bridenstine is brought to you by No Coast Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. We should take a knee for the last three minutes to force this cheap fuck to buy Zoom. Mike knows, like, so, like the biggest names in comedy. Dude, you gotta see this guy's fucking show list. He, like, has, like, the biggest names on uh, in comedy on his, on his show. It's kind of unreal, Mike, how you do that. The best po- panel pod on the internet. And this is what the show's about, Nick. The, we have our finger on the pulse of America's uh, <laughs> trends. Obama is the actual devil. Crocodile Dundee was cool. Welcome to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine. I'm Mike Bridenstine. Shout out Rick Gonzalez. Shout out Bad Planet. Shout out Untaken Podcast. Shout out No Coast Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I got asked to do a cameo, and I'm not even on cameo. Charged them 40, they tipped me 60. Happy birthday, Hunter. Oh, man, you came here for a show, and I've got the world's greatest panel. Mike Burns is back, the Motor City Cobra, host of Power Moves with Mike Burns, creator of At Dad Boner on Twitter. He was the best man in my wedding. Mindy Cohn is here. Wow. She's the host of Mondays with Mindy, which I watch on YouTube. You might know her as Natalie from the Facts of Life from 1979 to 1988 and or Velma from Scooby-Doo. From 2002 to 2015, she's a pop culture icon. Mike Holmes is back, also a pop culture icon. The pride of Waterloo, Iowa. He's a producer of Carport Comedy Jam and Eagle Rock. He's the maker of the world's greatest cheeseburger. My first friend in comedy and the best eyelashes in the game. Mia Jackson is back, the pride of Georgia, the whole state of Georgia. She was a new face at JFL in 2017. She has toured with Amy Schumer. She's been on Viceland. She's been on Last Comic Standing. She has a half hour on Comedy Central. She's one of your absolute favorites. Amy Miller is back from Viceland. From Last Comic Standing, she's the host of Who's Your God. She's recording a half hour for Comedy Central on September 15th at the Knitting Factory in New York. Her album, Solid Gold, can be found wherever you're listening to this. This show is fucking loaded. So without further ado, here are Mike, Mindy, Mike, Mia, and Amy. If you don't already, hit subscribe. Did my explanation make sense? Yes, and like, also like, who gives a shit? Like, let's just go. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're game for are whatever? You kidding? I usually, I can start with uh, Burns. I usually ask people just like a real basic icebreaker. I, I always ask people... What the, what's a perfect movie? But I wanted to I wanted to go. It's too like broad, so I wanted to make it harder. Give me your perfect '80s movie, and then I wanted Ooh. then I want to hear your perfect '90s movie. So first '80s, oh. then '90s. This is very hard. Very ah. hard. I go Back to the Future, Shawshank Redemption. Back to the Future, Shawshank Redemption. You're out. That was quick. Yeah. Yep. Maybe Goonies, but going back to the future. I got to say stand by, stand by Me for the 80s option. Nice. 90s is tricky. That's, I don't know, that span of ages for me was really, <laughs> like I had a Kubrick phase, you know? It's like, what is? Eyes wide shut. Rookie yeah. of the year, strangely enough. Rookie of the year. He breaks his arm. Exactly. 
<laughs> exactly. Yeah, I went from adolescent, like being ten, to college. So it's like I stopped being fun at some point. Watched art films like a loser. <laughs> but stand by me. I can still stand by. No. Excuse me. No losers in art film. <laughs> <laughs> True. Mandy Cohn, what's your perfect 80s movie? I mean, y'all are going to have to help me because it's the only thing that I come off like a pathological liar because I think everything is five years ago, 10 years ago, or 20 years right. ago. So <laughs> let, me just, let me just throw them out there and you're like, you're so cute now. Um, I think 80s E.T. That's 80s for sure. Flash. Yeah. Slash out of Africa, which I think was also 80s. Ooh. Ooh, Sounds yeah, like it definitely. won an Oscar. I think it was. Okay. I think was okay. 80s, yeah. So those two, diametrically composed, welcome to my life. This is how I think. <laughs> E.T. and out of Africa. Okay. Uh-huh. And 90s, I'm sort of with Amy. I mean, where? first of all, where was I? Um, it's foggy. It's foggy, and I'm 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 gearing towards a foreign film, because I think that's when I got into foreign films and documentary filmmaking. So as an audience member, so Hoop Dreams. Oh, yes. Oh, 90s. Yes. Well, kind of a game changer 90s. for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like 93, say, 94. Being a Jewess from Queens and, you know, a documentary from about basketball. Don't ask. But anyway, it, it, it really, it stayed with me for a very long time. Great choice. Yeah. Well, Jews yeah. from Queens love basketball, Mindy. I mean, <laughs> I you guys going to say young black men. So I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I could name a bigger basketball fan group, honestly, <laughs> than Jews from New York. <laughs> yeah. Burns, did you name? No, no, because I, I'm I'm racking my brain like, what? What year is Point Break? That's got to be like 91. 90? Yeah, I think it's 90s. I that's like gotta that. Be, that's got to yeah, be that's... 90s. That's a, that's a, a perfect vibe for, um, for, for the 90s, early 90s. 80s is tough because, you know, like Holmes fired out, Goonies and Back to the Future, and, and then E.T. also, uh... those are all things at, at 45. Those are stuff that I saw in the theater over and over and over again. I'll go deep cut because I want to look cool. And I'm going to say uh, Brewster's Millions. Ooh. Brewster's Millions with Richard Pryor. <laughs> I will say to this. Saying... <laughs> That's a really good one. Brewster's Millions is so good. It's fucking hilarious. I will it's very say... 80s. It has that 80s like gritty film quality. Like, like yuppies versus poor. Like, right. yeah, Freed, fuck the rich. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I guess mm-hmm. is tra- trading trading um, places. Trading oh. places, I think that holds up that, too. That would yeah. be worth one. That. Trading spaces—that's different, right? That's the show. <laughs> that's the house flip program. <laughs> but I'll, I'll go with that instead. Sub me in for that instead of uh, Brewsters. Okay. Hey, Mia, did you do it? Oh no, I didn't do it. Okay, but I am ready. Okay. I think. Hit me. Eighties, <laughs> nine to five. Perfect. Ooh, that is like all time. I, I yeah, like I, I was one of my favorite favorite movies, and it started my obsession with um, color printer paper. Oh, I thought you were gonna say feminism. <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't see the paper. <laughs> no, this is this was because it was like there was a scene when Jane Fonda, you know, when she when she was trying to get the she's yes. trying to use the copier of the yes. and. and the paper shot out everywhere, and I was, you know, 
because it was on cable. So I, my mom worked in an office, and I was like, "I, you gotta get me. I need paper." And she was like, "I was like, I need this paper. I had to have been like four. And she's like, "What? Where do you talk?" And I'm like, "There's this movie. I need. What was I doing? What was I?" Uh, four-year-old administrative assistant well i mean like peewee herman made me want to get foil for no reason i needed a big um, ball of foil because of peewee herman anybody on on an 80s sitcom or maybe into the 90s we're very familiar with pink blue and goldenrod because those would be your colored pages and i remember the and then did you have did you use um because i was also fascinated with the different color whiteout did, did, did you have to use that at all? But I remember the Golden Rock. I was fascinated. All of this stuff. It was loved office supplies as a child. <laughs> you big Gilbert fan. You loved Gilbert. Those the different script sheets. I loved, loved I loved office supplies too. I think Mia, that our moms probably worked too much is what I was mean, going on. And we had to sit there and color with like dry erase markers. Well, oh, did I had- mom started as a legal secretary and then went to law school at night, became a lawyer. And so all of our paper in our house and what I went to school with was cut down legal size paper. Oh, <laughs> I thank did you. you. Did you, you punch holes in my pain? Did you have the punch holes in it? Three on like the side because there were two on top. Yeah. I mean, it was oh. horrible. <laughs> so embarrassing. Yeah, I had, yeah. Yeah, had inter-office so envelopes. Uh, just... All kinds of stuff. Oh, my '90s movie. Yes. Let me see. Um, Office Space. Thank you. Ooh, no. <laughs> oh no! Wow. Um, yeah. Um, Hard to argue with that. Shout out to my friend Richard Reilly. Shout oh, out to I my friend on, Richard. Can I have a sec? Can I have a second black '80s movie? You can do whatever you want. Sure. Yeah. Color Purple. Mm, fine. Okay. Is that a black movie? <laughs> oh, wait, you, well, you're right. It is directed by Steven Spielberg. So I don't know what. I don't know what qualify. Like, does it have to be a black director for it to be a black movie? Good I question. think you're the one to answer this here. Me, yeah. Exactly. Am, yeah, me and, uh, me and Holmes are going to answer that. I, I am yeah. the one. For my uh, recollection, no, 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 no. I, ha- I actually have read that it's a uh, if it's a black director is considered a uh, black. I've, I've read that before, but I'm just going off what the streets say. I don't. I have not checked with the black directors council. Well, Mia, let me tell you a little something about how black films are made. Yes. Let, me, uh, let me let me let me tell you. Let me smarten you up a little bit. <laughs> Says the guy who picked. Go on, I'm I'm ready. No, but, no, but, that, but, that, but that is a culturally. I mean, like you know, it's a it's a it's a great movie. And then '90s '90s. Now, my personal favorite perfect movie is What's Love Got to Do with It. But Ooh, but great. if I were to go. What else I love from the '90s? The Sandlot. Oh yeah! Wow! Baseball that movie. Loved it. How was Angela Bassett the same exact age as she was in '84? It's ridiculous. <laughs> she looks amazing. Yeah, moisturizer, looks yeah. Eye cream. Yeah, moisturizer is very important. <laughs> they, yeah. Get into it. Money <laughs> probably Being helps. married to Courtney Vance does wonders for you. <laughs> right. right. Vitamin no, V, but get you some get you some CeraVe lotion. That's all you need. You'll be fine. <laughs> yep. Thank you. By the way, uh, <laughs> giving out tips. Over the weekend, I watched uh, Respect, the Jennifer Hudson Aretha Franklin movie. How was that? I loved it, 
But you don't have the rights to the music, though, right? I read. Well, no, that's Jennifer, the other one. Jennifer Hudson oh, the other sang one. all of the things herself. Okay. It's like perfect casting. It's like Mr. It's like having Tom Hanks play Mr. Rogers. Like, who else are you going to get that's going to be better? Yeah. Than, than I think she could win an Oscar. It got panned in the reviews. It got panned. Yeah, also, you know who else can play her? Cynthia, who did the miniseries. Uh-huh. How was that? Brilliant. What Shout I out heard. to Malcolm Barrett, who played her husband. He was amazing. Everything this one, does, this one was Marlon Wayans looking exactly like Keenan Ivory Wayans. The movie made me listen to uh, I Never Loved a Man uh, the Way I Love You the whole weekend. So I wanted to see what is the oldest album that you're, that you're into that you could put on now and say, <laughs> like, I could listen to that whole thing. I'll say, uh, before I forget it, I'll say... Uh, uh, Sam Cooke live at the Harlem Social Club uh, is uh, oh. something I'm very I'm obsessed with that that album. I think that Sam Cooke's vocals in that are so good that he could be you could take him and put him as the front man for Van Halen. You could put him in front of, and make any band better. It's his, his vocals are just incredible rock and roll vocals. It's our, you know, R&B, of course, but it's it's so good. It's like the rock singers took it from somewhere. Right, it's it's almost like they didn't invent all this stuff. It's it's wild. What's the song that Let you love? You love you love uh, "Bring It On Home to Me." What's the song that you love the most? Yes, that's that's, that's one of my oh, favorite so songs. Good. Well, uh, the live version, specifically off that album. Mindy, what's the oldest album that you are like? I'll put it on. Just so mean spirited, um, because <laughs> I I'm going to say, and again, just watch the crazy. <laughs> Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass. Oh, yeah. But then also, you know, I am then got very obsessed with Tom Waits' Rain Dogs, which is not really late, but also Paul Simon Graceland changed me, too. Listen yeah. to that for about what three is, months. That was like 80s? Yeah, early 80s. Early 80s. Yeah. Paul Simon rules. Here's how yeah. here's how good Herb Alpert is, is the hypnotized Biggie sample is is a Herb Alpert sample. Like, yes. I knew yes. I knew the Incredible. name from something. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, you're killing me. So yeah, I mean, I grew up on a lot of Herb Alpert <laughs> and jazz. I just love jazz. No, I'm not I'm saying I'm young. Jazz. I'm just stupid. Like I still watch millennials <laughs> going like, this is my reaction to, hey, yeah. And I'm like, I want you to die. That's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> Mia Jackson, oldest album that you will listen to? Oldest album that I will listen to from beginning to end, although I do sometimes skip track number 10, <laughs> is um, this is pre-allegation Michael Jackson, Off the Wall. Oh, oh. such a good album. There's like yeah. a whole documentary where Questlove like breaks down mm-hmm. the, the whole thing. It was like really mm-hmm. good. Yeah, my favorite Every track song is that. a banger. Yeah. I Can't Help It, written by Stevie Wonder and Susie Green. Oh, yeah. Who produced it? Beautiful. Quincy Jones. Quincy Jones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The number of Stevie Wonder hits that he wrote that, like, he doesn't even bring up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Most people don't know he wrote Mm -hmm. them. Like, that list is so insanely long. Mm -hmm. By the way, songs in the key of life. I mean, how do we Mm -hmm. not listen to that front to back? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. uh, I, well, I believe you know, when I fall in love, it will be forever was kind of my uh, wedding song. I'm divorced, so I don't listen to it a lot. Oh, no. uh, like, sometimes I'll put it on if I no. feel like, you know, oh my God. in a good enough mood. <laughs> Did you watch the, you watched the shop this week, right? 
Yes. Yes. They, I was literally going to bring up that point, Mike, where he said your favorite song turns into the most hated song yes. because <laughs> you dance to it at your wedding and then you yeah. get a divorce. Yeah, it's great. It was yeah, really funny. I love that show. Yeah. Mike Holmes, you didn't. It's never long enough either. It's yeah, never, no, like, yeah I always, want it to be longer. It's like, come on. You're just, I know you've old. got like three hours of footage of this. Like, Front why is the show 20 minutes? Doggy style. Doggy style? Snoop Dogg. Front to back. Yeah. I do it all the time at work. My coworkers hate it and I'll do it. <laughs> I'll throw doggy on and just let it roll. You don't have any problem with anybody going, what did they say? <laughs> I don't think so. No, I'm fine. With, I've, I, there's, you know, it's great. I love it. Okay. And I'm with many too. Anything old Paul Simon, Simon and Garfunkel. And throw that on. I could throw some Cat Stevens on Ooh. anytime. Oh, yeah. Those are always always good for me. But doggy style, I think front to back. No pun intended. Amy Miller, what? <laughs> uh... Yeah. <laughs> um, I listen to quite a bit of Buddy Holly on a pretty regular basis. Uh, love Buddy Holly. A lot of that's a song by Weezer, know... correct? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, <laughs> old old album. <laughs> All the way back to blue. That's how old it is. Um, like Clear Lake. <laughs> Did I read a, a tweet of... thread by you about Dick Dale one time? Oh, yeah, probably so. I love Dick Dale. I guess that would count. I mean, his early albums are pretty old. He only just died. He was really shredding for a long time. Right. But yeah, a lot of early Loretta Lynn. I love you know, like old country, Hank Williams. And I guess like country wise, I listen to old shit pretty regularly, but a lot of Buddy Holly during the summer for some reason, and I mm. can't explain it, but I don't know that like summer love Buddy Holly vibe. It just, I don't know. It's fun. Yeah. Um, this goes alongside of it because of that question for albums, because the baby from the Nevermind album is 30 now and is suing. <laughs> Here comes Brent again. First of all, does anybody have any hot takes on that? Because that that kid is just like uh I'm surprised it's taken this long. I mean I'm, oh, I'm I, sort of I am sideways. There you go. There you go. Divorced myself from thinking too much about it because my instincts are not to question someone when they say they feel oh, like wow. they were exploited in some way as a child. So it's yeah. just like, I don't know. I'm staying out of it, I guess. It's you know. I mean, he's not, not going to win the lawsuit. But... <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it probably is weird to have your baby penis seen by everyone your whole life. But, you know, it sounds like he also has made money off of it in the past. But again, that's, you know, like, doesn't. But actually, who recognizes him from that? Yeah. Unless he brings attention right. to it. That's right. my question. <laughs> Well, when I took off his pants, Mindy, right. I was like, Wait a minute. I, I said, this. never mind. <laughs> this, <laughs> this does, it never this, grew. It's crazy. This sounds like a guy. Never grew. Smells yeah, like teen spirit. <laughs> it's still the same dick. And he's like, look. Yeah, it would be fine if you saw my baby dick if I didn't still have This it. is going to help his, his lawsuit, Burns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Burns and Burns attorneys come in there. <laughs> okay, so what is my question is what is the greatest album cover of all time? Greatest album cover. Oh. Oh. I'm mean, gonna go back to Herb Albert and say whipped cream. There you go. I think it's Ohio Players Honey is a good um is a good cover. I think it's just a 
person covered in honey. That's I think. Yeah. <laughs> All of those Ohio players covers are great. Yeah, I think that's what it yeah. I, I that was the it, it's let me see. Okay, and then of course I Googled where it said the Ohio players honey model dies. That is not what I was expecting oh, to pull up. Not but, during the shoot, right? Well, hopefully not. Maybe I don't I don't want I don't want to click on the link now. Um, <laughs> um Oh yeah, that is yeah, that's a good hot yeah, it's a good hot cover. Yeah, oh well apparently wait a minute, maybe an urban myth. I don't have time to investigate. No. <laughs> I don't we need we need to get, I will look at it afterwards. get back to us though. Yeah, yeah. I'll get I will get back to everybody. But yeah, that's a good cover. That's a good <laughs> like classic seventies solid ass good ass cover. Yeah, that's a very good I I'll I will parlay off of that era and go um with any number of three Parliament Funkadelic album covers. Maggot Brain? Oh, Maggot. Mm. Mag, I, I like, there, it's a white background. It's He's like, it, he's in a, like a Frankenstein monster. It's like <gasps> Clones of Dr. Frankenstein or something. My dad had that album. I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. And then there's the other Funkadelic record with uh, a black woman on it, on the cover. And she's screaming and, it, or, and it's very simple. Maggot I Brain. I can't remember the. Yeah, yeah, that's Maggot. Yeah. That's Maggot Brain Theory. She's covered One in. Those she's two. buried up to her neck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's very striking. You don't even really notice those. Strange yeah. to me. I, I, my first thought, and this is really indicative of what I'm like, but um, it's the Sticky Fingers <laughs> cover because yeah, yeah, it's sure. just a dong yeah. and some pants, and who doesn't love that? Yeah, it's warm, <laughs> right? Not- that guy's not that guy's not suing <laughs> like i don't know it's just simple exciting i would say also for just iconic album covers that i don't even know if i like but i just if someone says album cover it always pops in my head is the blink 182 nurse <laughs> oh, like, oh put on take yeah. off your pants and jacket no enema <laughs> enema of the state Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, like that lady name? is like the most '90s Jan- imagery. Like that uh-huh. nurse, Janine or something. Janine, yes, Janine Linda Mulder. Some of us know her from other films. <laughs> as a youth, oh, what what are they about? Well, there's some nurses they're about, sometimes. They're, they're, All no, about well, Linda. They're primarily um, women's power films. Um, there's not a lot of men in all of those, and sometimes you sex you'd... positive experience. Very sex positive, yeah. <laughs> Holmesy, did you go? Do you want to say doggy style again? Is that what you're going to do? I'm going right back. No, I'll, well, first, like, talking about what, uh, what Aiden talking about. For some reason, the Ween album cover always sticks with me. Which one is that? I don't know. It's like a mid riff of, of a. It's, it's a yeah, yeah. Oh, it's like two boobs, right? Yeah, that's what it is. It's it, yeah, nice. the under boobs. It's the under boobs. That one always with the works. belt. Love that. <laughs> Michael Jackson Thriller is still oh yeah, just like perfectly classical. Just Michael at the moment. And then the other one I thought of is I really like Public Enemy Fear of a Black Planet. That's very good. Yeah, which is yeah. those are my top three. Um, this week Amy Miller tweeted a tweet that I loved. Oh, you said that, uh, that it was a it was a breakfast sandwich based uh, tweet. Uh, <laughs> do you remember what you said? Yes, I think that the fact that breakfast sandwiches think that they need egg to be breakfast is very toxic. And I I don't know why I, I love I'm this sick tweet. of it. <laughs> I don't eat eggs. I've I never have. I'm not allergic. I just I I hate them. I have since I was a baby and I and I hate 
having a food I don't like. Like I'm not that's like I grew so up poor. Guy I hate being that you. person. I was just yeah. gonna say we got a real gal fieri over here. <laughs> <laughs> but so listen, like, why do they always have to have eggs? Sausage, cheese, maybe a slice of tomato on a biscuit. That's breakfast. Ooh, that's You're right. That's acceptable. Yeah. Yeah. I but it's impossible to... to find. I'm always like, oh, Amy. can you take off the egg? Amy. <laughs> Yeah. McDonald's sausage McMuffin. That's what I, that's, they always got me. But they do it. No, I. Sounds like you grew up poor, but Mindy's a little bit more of the people. (laughs) No, I I get it frequently. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I get it frequently on the road. I do like to have like one, yeah, maybe a sliced tomato, like one vegetable on it of some kind. But in restaurants and shit, I went to this fucking biscuit place in Seattle. Yes. No. Just called Biscuit Portland. Bitch. Portland Biscuits yeah. and Gravy. Biscuit like... Bitch. Oh, oh Pine, Pine State Biscuits in oh. Portland, which is what you're thinking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can make your own breakfast sandwich. So they'll just do whatever the fuck you want, which is perfect. Biscuit Bitch. They did, they're doing that Everything early 2000s. Everything is like egg slut, biscuit bitch. <laughs> yeah. Well, yes. Why is so They're doing that whore. like a sausage whore. <laughs> yeah. You know that that early to mid 2000s restaurant trend where everyone was like, our thing is everyone that works here is rude and yes, they have tattoos yes, right. and yes, you're yes. like, cool. I love to be treated like shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're Orby, still doing Orby. that and they won't. Uh, no. um, they don't offer any modifications on their biscuit sandwiches. So if Fuck you don't that. want egg, they're like, you're going to have to take it off yourself. I'm like, you oh, want me to throw up. food in the garbage? <laughs> and you, you have to prepare it. Yeah. Fuck biscuit, bitch. She lives up to the name. I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh, it's a, oh my God. Okay. Yeah. I'm for this. But now can we, because I want I would like to now have a line of, breakfast places with names like the sausage or just really struck <laughs> my spirit i just i'm like what else what else can we do bacon trollop like what else i want to just crepe really- cunt <laughs> hi welcome to crepes cunt <laughs> right. fuck just- you pizza <laughs> right i'm ready for it yes yeah this sausage whore is hey, kids, so kids great for your birthday. i went to the ass i want omelets and they're good <laughs> Everything on a menu just with just the worst names. Right. That's, that's half uh, the fun. The fuck off. With, yeah. um, Would you like some Jezebel juice? Mm, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna start just making up names. Be like, have you been there? And then see what happens. <laughs> I believe really egg slut. We did that trend strong for a long time, though. Just people would be like, "Let's yeah. go to my favorite diner. Everyone there sucks." And you're like, "Why can't we go?" Somewhere right. where they're nice. That's huge in like... Chicago. Chicago is like Ed DeBevix. Like they're around yeah. the block. Like, uh, oh, what's the place where you they yell at you late at night? Uh, the hot dog place. Yeah, Wiener yeah. Circle. Wiener Circle. Well, if you they go to the south, they have, uh, they have waffle whores. That's good. Those are they're only in the south. I think you're Delicious. pronouncing it wrong, Burns. I think you might you might have looked at the sign. Anyway, I, a little I, drunk. I, I was drunk. Yeah, I, I couldn't read. It was blurry. I wanted no to one's see, ever eaten Waffle House sober. I wanted people to say, give me your perfect Sick breakfast people. sandwich. But I know that we have your sausage tomato situation. And American cheese. And American. Oh, yes. Meltier. And probably Tabasco. I, I, but I'm, I'm curious about everyone else's. There's so many options in my mind. 
I'm a specifically Tabasco person. I do not like if they load up my brekkie burrits with potatoes. I'm like, get it out of here. No. <laughs> potatoes have no business. I disagree no, because I need those potatoes to take the place of the egg in the burrito. Oh, right. Sorry, what you, guys. Yeah, what are you going to do? Mine is easy. It's uh, if, if you've lived in New York, if you get a uh, go up to the little cart or the little stand and you get a uh, bacon egg and, or a bodega bacon egg and cheese. Sorry about the egg, Amy. I don't want to be an exist. But <laughs> it always sounds so good to me, though. I bacon egg and bacon egg and cheese on a roll from a bodega in New York mm. is is uh-huh. is just a, a crucial part to start your day. Eggs have so many varieties. Nothing like I don't want to be that guy that's like really you no no egg option but you have you've tried multiple egg options and you like you had it once as a kid and it it made you sick or something or what happened um I, I pretty much just expel it from my body yeah uh, I it's I think it might be a genetic thing because oddly my niece and nephew also hate eggs which is really weird for little kids. And so I think it might be like that cilantro thing, but people just don't, people just think we're weird. I've tried tried everything because it looks good. I've tried quiche, fried eggs, uh, you know, I mean, an omelet that looks delicious. Like I'm so jealous. I want to eat it, but I try it and I'm like, "Eh." yeah, no, can't do it. I've, yeah. been, I've been getting into lox bagel cream cheese. That's kind of my new go yeah, type of bagel. I enjoy that. Uh, sesame bagel, number one. Everything bagel, number two. Ooh, capers on that Ooh. shit. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. I want six of jars town. of capers when the <laughs> pandemic happened. Seriously, I went to the grocery store. I couldn't find capers, Paper. so I went on Amazon, and I bought six jars of capers, and I'm almost now just finally out of them. <laughs> They're good in so many things. Uh, that means like, the pandemic's over when Holmes is out of capers. <laughs> we can all go back, take your masks off, go back to school. <laughs> I don't six jars of capers. Me, did Love you it. give yours? My favorite breakfast sandwich. Yeah. Um I'm I'm more I'm a I'm a bacon, egg, and cheese person, but oh, yeah. on, on a biscuit, but it depends on where. Like I have to, like I will eat. Um, who is it? Like I'll eat Bojangles biscuits, mm-hmm. regional train chain. Um, I will eat um, Hardee's, also known as Carl's Junior on Hardee's. the West Coast. I'm from a Hardee's Great town. Biscuits at Hardee's. Yes, love their biscuits. I um, and there's some places I just can't eat their breakfast because I don't feel like they should make it. Like Wendy's, like I would <laughs> never eat there. They just like, got I've it. Never... Yeah, and I'm just like, yeah, but no, they're it? they're too late to the game. Yeah, I don't trust them. I don't trust them or Subway's breakfast. When people order the burrito section from the Carl's Jr. menu and you're like, no, they don't have a Mexican restaurant in there. They're tricking you. What are we doing? Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's very upsetting. So, but that's my go-to. A bacon, egg, and cheese. Mindy, give me the correct answer. Oh, my God. Really? (laughs) What would that be? I don't know. Whatever you want. That's the good Jewish answer. Whatever you want, we'll get it. That's what you should have. Um, Honestly, I crave a place sometimes. Sometimes I just want breakfast for dinner. Yeah. My favorite place for that is Norm's. Norm's. Oh, I love Norm's. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, Norm's good. Classic. That is close to Hilltop Diner in Queens. I can get out here. It's like the Perkins of LA. Yeah. (laughs) A little bit nicer than a Perkins? Come on, man. What's wrong with Perkins? What's wrong with Perkins? Perkins. Country kitchen? I don't know. Ooh, I like a country kitchen. Mm -hmm. 
it just feels like there's always going to be a hair in my food. And I don't know why, but it just <laughs> depends on which diner. That is a... Yeah. I'm a little bit more lean. I have a Bernice Mountain Dog. There's always hair in my food now. <laughs> Just a big... My hair is fine for some reason. Dog hair is fine. Wine <laughs> cook, not so much. Yeah, kind of a mystery if you're at Perkins. I don't know like, the why last is time a dog I... back there. I don't know the last time I ate when there wasn't a big thing of hair in my mouth. That is, that is upsetting. Uh, <laughs> it's a wonder I'm still severely overweight. Um, man, I I keep looking at my questions and it's like a hard pivot into some serious things that I don't think that we're ready for. Smooth transition. Smooth transition. I'll do I'm something. Ready. You are ready? Oh no! Okay. No, well, maybe not. Let's let's see. Okay. What, okay. I'll, I'll just I'll keep saying, keep breaking it in. I'll keep breaking you in. Okay, this one's half fun and half like okay. Uh, Ed Asner, R.I.P., just passed away. He was a yeah. 9/11 truther, and this week also Spike Lee uh, made a black film about 9/11 and uh, black director, and he had to change the end of it. Because there was 9-11 conspiracy theories in the thing. Are you more good? He should take those out. Or are you more kind of want to see what they said? Definitely want to see. Yeah. He's telling the story of Black 9-11. And that's really important. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to know where I was on Black 9-11 to give us some context. Oh, <laughs> please name an album, was, Black 9-11, Mia. I was at... 9-11 is a joke. That's a song, that's a song about that. Yeah, that's a Flavor Flav song. <laughs> it is. Uh, Apocalypse 91, thank you. No. There you go. Where Black were Black. you, Mia? No, I was at... I was in... Well, I wasn't in New York, but I was at a Wendy's in a car. <laughs> so maybe that's... Maybe oh, that's why I have a problem with Wendy's. That might be where the... Where it, wow. Were you getting breakfast? From. You were at Wendy's yeah. for both towers? <laughs> Uh, no, no. Was it, no. Happened in the morning. No, it was, no, it was an after. Yeah. It was a. It was lunch. So this was you the pre-breakfast day. Emotional experience, Mia. I think I've got to start going back to Wendy's when <laughs> yes. I feel safe. Yes. So um, there's actually only Wendy's. one one tower in Black Nine Eleven, and that's what they don't want us to know. It's it, a it's, it's a tower it, of power. <laughs> yeah. Tower seven. Listen, it's not. It's not something we talk about a lot as a community. Um, so yeah, I would like to keep that a black secret. I don't know why he made the documentary. Black secrets. Um, black nine <laughs> eleven secrets. Uh, <laughs> Does anybody think good he took those took those uh, conspiracy conspiracies out? Does I mean like I don't know if oh, were, yeah okay what do you makes think? it less entertaining? It's way more entertaining with the conspiracy theories yeah, in there. It's not like he's the first person to share that conspiracy so they're already out there i don't just don't want it to have more oxygen or leave them in and leave them in and have a guy debunk yeah so so that that's the most responsible way to do it you could do that i like no i'm sort of agreeing i'm sorry i cut you off no please go ahead i i'm sort of glad he took them out because really the whole idea of this huge you know four episode arc was really to t- it was it was his love letter to New York specifically Brooklyn, which um, I loved being in New York. I mean, I just I loved that, and I think any ending like that sort of like 
takes it away from the message of the the piece. Yeah, sure. Which is just basically this city and the people of it and in it um, who haven't really been heard. Um, I don't know. I thought it was beautifully done. I'm kind of glad he took that out at the end because it is it. I haven't seen it. I don't it's think anybody fantastic. saw it. Oh, you saw you saw the whole thing? Oh, the whole thing. Okay, good. I was concerned it would really bum me out. And I'm trying to stay in a real positive headspace. Okay, well, <laughs> it could bum you out, but I also just think it was his way of just his little love letter to the city and also voices that haven't really been heard throughout since 9-11, the big movements that have been yeah. happening. So it was kind of amazing. Um, yeah. That's HBO Max. The world. Hmm? That's HBO Max. Hashtag yeah. not sponsored. I don't have to watch it. Mindy, where did you go to high school? Didn't you go to Harvard Westlake or am I out of my mind? You're out of your mind because at the time it was all girls. So it was called Westlake School for Girls. It wasn't Har- Westlake Harvard yet. Okay. That would have been a whole different experience for me. I always do a thing where I ask people like the most famous person that went to their high school. And I looked up your so high many. school and I was like, I don't think Sally they died. Yeah. Candace Bergen. Yeah. Shirley Temple. Shirley Temple. Like, Wow. Yeah. And you know what? Lots of of daughters of really kind of fabulous people, too. Um, But yeah, it was kind of amazing. My sister and I would look at each other like, what the fuck are we doing here? (laughs) It worked out. Oh, more than that. I mean, it's the best six. It's so interesting because all of us, I'm still very close with my high school friends. And when I went to college and people talk about their college friends and their college years, we had that in high school. And I think that's the gift of schools like that. You just make these lifelong friends and those six years that you spend with each other are very, I don't know, they're for life. Very fascinating. That whole private girls school. Six thing years. Went, so totally elitist. Okay. But just to let you know, my mother literally went to work and law school <laughs> to pay for my sister and I, because that was just a priority for her. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, I'm so glad. I think really you beat like Frank Thomas and Dan Gable and Amy. I don't know who you have. I I feel like I don't have anyone <laughs> I can think of. I went, I mean, in college, I went to Berkeley. So there were several oh. people there, but yeah. at the same time I went to college, I, I went to school with Chris Pine and William Hung. So wow. Wow. Oh. I saw Chris Pine oh. in a lot of, um, early small campus student written plays that were not good um <laughs> but he was very hot at that time too as was, was william he? hung <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he bangs oh uh, yeah. one time i was at, one time i was at dinner with mike holmes and his wife when chris pine sat next to us i almost asked chris pine to take our picture just to be able to say that i did it <laughs> Can you take a picture of my would have. You forgot about it. It was a fun. Yeah, I did. I'm I a did. great dinner guest. I don't know why you would do that. <laughs> yeah, that's Mike, Mindy, Mike, Mia, and Amy. If you haven't hit subscribe yet, you should do that right now. There's still more show, but if you want video of this panel and like 70 other panels, that's on the Patreon patreon.com forward slash brido b-r-i-d-o if this is the concert think of patreon as your backstage pass if you want to support the show it's also where you go there are world series reviews 1903 to 1954 i posted this week my 27th chicago comedy history bonus show this week with brady novak 
when I asked comics from Chicago who they would run from the bar to the back room to go watch if they knew they were performing, they always say Brady. I love him. Check that one out. Patreon.com slash Brido. I also posted a 17-minute set from the Carport Comedy Show of my material that I put on Patreon for free, in it, but it's exclusively there. The next Carport Comedy Show is September 25th. We name the full lineup later in the show, but it features hunk favorites, Mike Holmes, who you're enjoying on this show, Brooks Whelan, Will Miles, Beth Stelling, that's an Eagle Rock, a whole lot more people, just people that you might not know yet. Details are on the Instagram or at Carport Comedy on there. Follow that account as well. Follow me on Instagram. I'm at Mike Bridenstine or at Hunk with Mike. Did you write all those down? It's a lot of ads. If you want even more of me, I'm recording Power Moves with Mike Burns later today. Yes, I'm back this week too. I also recorded two episodes of a show called The Buffer with Joel and Tony Tone. They're my friends from Muscatine. We picked this week, the Mount Rushmore of non-baseball sports movies. Did I pick The Karate Kid? Yes. Spoiler alert, I fucking did. So find out who else we picked on that show this week. All right. We'll get back to the show right after a brief word from our sponsors. This show is brought to you by No Coast Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu in Urbandale, Iowa. You know it's my beloved home state. Learn to defend yourself. Get back in shape. Learn from black belt instructor and bona fide hunk, JJ motherfucking Barr. He's been on the show. If you're in the Des Moines area, you can stop getting your ass kicked. Go, go, Plata, the fuck out of life until it taps. No Coast Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Tell them Brido sent you. Hi, this is Dustin with None Taken Podcast, and I have listened to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine. Hey, this is Alan with None Taken, and I also have listened to Hunk with Mike Bridenstein. And you clearly listen to Hunk with Mike Bridenstein, so maybe you'll like our show, too. We post weekly episodes recapping current events and sharing way too much of our tragic personal lives. Give us a listen. You can find us wherever you found Hunk with Mike or go to our website, nuntakenpod.com. And now back to the world's greatest panel. Fuck yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> These guys fuck. <laughs> Thank you, Dustin and Alan. Those guys, a fuck. I feel like I don't tell the rest of you how I feel like you're all real hot pieces of ass. But you are. Not just Dustin and Alan. But especially them, but not just them. The second half of the show is coming up, and I finally felt comfortable enough to do the news and just a sneak peek behind the curtain. If people are late or if they need to leave early, I just edit around it usually and let them come and go quietly. I think Joe Kilgallen told me he likes to figure out who was late. If you want to do that, that's awesome. I don't mention it unless it's impossible to not explain, kind of like Dave Hellum last week. So you'll notice I let Amy leave quietly on this one, but I kept in everyone's reaction to Mindy leaving since so many of us were barely holding it together while she was here. So think of after she leaves as kind of like the after show that I left in. So just there's that also. So here's the thrilling conclusion of Mike, Mindy, Mike, Mia, and Amy. Go ahead and hit subscribe. Mountain Dew and Cheetos teamed up for flaming Hot Mountain Dew. No. What is <laughs> happening? Amy, you are the Galfietti. Are you 
cool it is. <laughs> it just feels like a flaming hot butthole coming your way. I yeah. can't. What it? What is it? It's spicy Mountain Dew. It's pop. Yeah. I, I don't understand. No, that's a no. <laughs> I'm not against the flame and hot cr- craze. Mm-hmm. I like aspects of it for sure, but not in a drink. No. Outside of Fireball, that's it. Yeah, even then. <laughs> Drink yeah, so hot. Then. <laughs> If somebody yeah, on a su- summer day when you're on the beach, you know, you really want a hot drink. It's really. <laughs> oh, my drink's just, so spicy. Oh, I need another oh, drink. I'm so yeah, thirsty. Drink. What do you have? Yeah. I'll drink another I like one, spice, I guess. But no. Even when I drank, if somebody's like, I got you a fireball, I wouldn't be like, you're my friend. No, <laughs> you'd be like, oh, you want to see how much I embarrass myself tonight. Great. Yeah. Uh, Quickly. I like, yeah. to, I like to crack a, a jar of habanero salsa and just take that to the dome and just really, you know, <laughs> take the edge off of that July just... heat. <laughs> okay, uh, Burns, you haven't been in L.A. for a while, but we have here a recall election, and I read my voter guide. I don't know if anybody's looked at this thing. One of the candidates, his bio just said, I love you. <laughs> I think I'm Jeez. dumber for reading this thing. Have oh, you, they're amazing. Is it is I read today that the only governor in US history to beat a recall is Scott Walker in Wisconsin. Is Gavin Newsom going to survive this? Ugh. I mean, I hope so and not for his sake. I mean Right. Right. You know, right. I just I just think it's such a monumental waste of money. And I, I mean, there have been recall, uh, what's it called? I mean, there have been, people have been trying to recall every governor forever. I mean, um, but this has just gone so left and too far. And I, I no, there's no lo- love lost for me with Gavin Newsom anymore. Believe me, I was so like, go, go Gavin. And then I'm just want to take him, go, take him go, by go. the neck and just. Hit go the, go Gavin hair. Take him behind the door and beat the shit out of him. But um <laughs> but I just think the the recall is just such a waste. Um and people just need to get over themselves and vote next year. Yeah, I, do, I feel worried that he won't make it through. And it's insane Same. that as a Californian, this is already the second fucking recall of my lifetime. Short and time. the first one, Schwarzenegger won. It, it's insane. Like it's still so funny. Um <laughs> Although, thankfully, I think he's been kind of coming out and been like, you know, because he's like fairly moderate now. So he's sort of like, don't, you know, I know it worked for me, but like, please vote for Kevin. (laughs) Okay. no one did it. No one did a Schwarzenegger impression. No one's going to jump on that. You know what? In my head, I I almost said governator and I went, don't do it. it. You know how there's some things that are too soon. Some things are just too late. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> too late uh, yeah. right after right after schwarzenegger one i was like traveling in europe it's no big deal guys and um usually when i'm traveling i love to say that i'm from california so people are like oh okay you're not yeah. a terrible american and that was one period where i was like california and people would laugh in my face at how ridiculous it was that he was our governor yeah well, and just yeah. ridicule me i'm like i'm from iowa actually so <laughs> it's really nice there yes. so it Good sounds like you're from- sounds like you're pretty cool then if you're from iowa yeah, super cool. 
Um, okay. This Justice Breyer is 150 years old. They want him to maybe step down so it's not an entirely conservative court. And he's like, no, then it'll look political. And it's like, I think that sh- uh, that's kind of like that ship has sailed, pal. Like, uh, do you guys think it'll look uh, partisan if he leaves? Or are you like, let's get this guy the fuck out of there as soon as possible? I'm going to go the ladder. Let's get the guy the fuck out of there as soon as possible. And who cares if it looks political after everything with like Merrick Garland and mm-hmm. told, you know, it's been politicized. It's, it's, they decided an election it. 20 years ago. Right. That should just sail. Like, yeah. You know, that should just be a priority. No one sees a problem with telling him to get the fuck out. I'm going to plead ignorance on this. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I like your tactic. When they were trying to get Ginsburg out, yeah, and you know, based on age, and pretend like it wasn't political, but she was also like bench pressing every day, like two hundred pounds, <laughs> or like she was she fine. Hung on for political reasons. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's all political. Who are we kidding? Right. Right. Because mm-hmm. okay. she was still sharp. She wasn't like mentally deteriorating. Yeah. You know? So it's like. I don't know what Briar's like at all. He's cool. We text. He's <laughs> cool. He's on TikTok. He did the crate challenge. Yeah. You know, he's, I, I play fantasy football with the yeah. guy. He's, he really knows his stuff. We go down to the right. waffle whores. <laughs> Good guy. But yeah, you're right. No, he needs to. He needs to hand the baton off. Mindy, what's the first party that you ever went to where you're like, I guess I'm famous? I went to a Nike party where they used to give you free shoes. And instead of Ooh. sending them to your house at the time, it was like swag parties. Yeah. Also doesn't sound right. Um, and <laughs> everyone was there from like Belinda Carlisle to, I mean, you know, it was just, I think when you're, for the first couple of times when you're in the room with really famous people, you, you do just go, oh, my God. But I do have to say that the experience that changed me forever is my mom and I, in Los Angeles, there's an outdoor mall called Century City. And yeah. my mom and I were on an up escalator, and there was a few kids coming down, and they said, oh, my God, look at that. Not her. <laughs> what? And I looked at my mom, and I'm like. I had I that coming was, out of a wardrobe. I was like, I don't, I don't know if I can. I don't know how to take that. It was weird. You became you become a that instead of a person. Wow. You're an entity. And, yeah, an entity. And I always say, like, when people see me, even now, I feel like Fonzie's jacket under glass. <laughs> you know, like, I'm like this, like, you know, thing of nostalgia. It's not even about me. They don't know me. They don't really care to, like, it's that nostalgic kind of thing. That's the weirdest the weirdest, I think, part of being famous across the board is just turning from a person to a thing. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You're yeah. an icon in my family, Mindy. Oh, and I'm being oh very God. chill. I will, I will just, yeah, we're yeah. all holding I, it together, yeah. right? We're all, right. I, yeah. we're all holding we'll it together. We'll hang out and that will just yeah. go by the wayside immediately. Oh, my God. My sisters are going to lose their minds. Oh, yeah. that's sweet. <laughs> Also, can we talk about that? I am still try. I can't really watch scary movies very much, and I am still traumatized by a Halloween episode of Facts of Life. 
It was so unnecessarily scary. <laughs> there was a punky Brewster like... that ruined my life. That was like a Halloween episode. Why did it have to be so scary? I don't know. <laughs> was it really? I could not like be. I, I had to keep the lights on for weeks. Like, was well, I am when... also. Was it when Lisa Welchel's character got dippity dude? Oh when... yeah. Like each got murdered. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And um, the Blair character got dippity dude, which is a horrible um, hair product. Uh huh. Yes. And so they did this kind of kabuki makeup on Lisa and then put her hair out. And um, I mean, she scared the shit out of us. So I'm assuming <laughs> that's what traumatized you. <laughs> The whole thing was scary. I'm also the youngest of a lot of sisters, so they made it worse because they knew I was afraid. So then they would like try to recreate scary moments from the episode. <laughs> recreate them. I appreciate that because we've been called scary for so many other reasons. <laughs> so thank you. Burns, you're from Michigan. You're from the, uh, Miguel Cabrera just hit his 500th home run. I wanted to see. I'm always curious about people's favorite current baseball player. Just curious. I want to know if you follow it. I want to know who your favorite player is. Uh, Vlad Guerrero is my is my current favorite baseball player. Junior. 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 Okay. Toronto Blue Jays for yes. everyone else. Okay. I really love Frankie Lindor. I mean, what a charmer. Did you see you what know? it, he, he's in trouble today? What? What? Yeah, uh, he I and, shouldn't have said he that. Canceled today. He got canceled today. Are he you and, serious? He and Javi Baez uh, have Not been booed by the Mets, and they w- did this to the fans. And uh, of course, yeah, they they did thumbs down to the fans. They're like we because they won, and they're like we'll show you that how we think of you fans for booing us. Oh, that was it. He just gave someone a thumbs down. He didn't rape anybody. Oh no, thank God, no. no oh, no. he okay. scared me. Right. Like, Okay. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have smiled Trouble and said he day. got canceled today. Well, <laughs> he's so good. He's got a beautiful smile. He's very fun to watch. Um, yeah, but anti thumbs down Twitter is just all over it. Yeah, they and, don't like that. Anti thumbs right. down Twitter, and and the Mets management and ownership. But yeah, not very happy about it. Mindy, who's your favorite baseball player? Well, I have to say of all times again, you know, oops, dropped another name, uh, but uh, <laughs> I don't follow it anymore. But one of my besties who I went to Westlake with, Nichelle Robinson, her dad was Frank Robinson. Wow. And so growing up, we would go to Baltimore Oriole games. Wow. And the manager. And then when he went to Washington. So, you know, the bar was set very high for me at 13. So we, but I, we, and we would go to Dodger games because that's, they lived here in Los Angeles. Yeah. Um, and he was, you know, obviously welcomed wherever. Um, but he's actually the reason that I got into basketball because he had courtside seats at the Lakers. You the went 80s. to courtside Lakers with Frank Robinson? And Michelle, yes. Wow. So I have nice. to say, and I'm still, I that's my favorite sport to watch is basketball. Wow. That and that's incredible. And what era is this? This is 80s and 90s. You saw the so Showtime. Wow. See Showtime. You saw Showtime oh, Lakers. Courtside. Oh, yeah. Oh. I had <laughs> Diane Cannon to my right and Jack Nicholson across, like, the whole oh. thing. Yeah, it was kind of amazing. I like when you name drop. I'm just going to be honest. Yeah, we were I love it. it. I'm, I'm, I'm with it. 
I mean, if you talk baseball, but honestly, you know, when he retired and he's now passed, God rest his soul. Yeah. Um, I just, you know, stopped going to baseball games. Why would you go with anybody but Frank? So, um, <laughs> that's what I say. That's, that's what I say all right. the time. Yeah, exactly. I was the same thing with I'm Mickey sorry. Mantle. That was it. When he left, I was, I was done. That's it. I love that, Mindy. You have some close friend who's like, hey, want to sit up top at the Dodger game? You're like, I don't think so. Okay. I don't go to sports games with not Frank Robinson. Dad. <laughs> One time, Burns, you got CAA tickets to the Dodgers, and we were sitting right by Magic. And uh, two foul balls came right by us, and this guy like got almost got hit both times. Then the third came, and this arm reaches out and just catches the ball. And we all looked, and it was Magic who made this insane barehanded catch of a foul ball, and everybody went crazy. And then he pointed at the guy that like flinched really bad, made fun of him, and then tossed him the ball. It was the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. That's incredible. And, that, and that's why me and Brado do not go to baseball games anymore unless it's with our friend Magic Johnson. <laughs> right below. Oh my right? gosh, Mike. <laughs> that's it. Fuck <laughs> it out. So it's me and Jim Palmer, and we're at a game. Strangely enough, I'm more oh of a Brooks God, Robinson so guy. No, 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 no. I'm so happy that you went to yes that I know that. I don't know why, but I know who I know exactly who that is. He was the first guy to win an MVP in both leagues, mind you. Cincinnati Reds also. 500 home run club, first ballot Hall of Famer, Frank Robinson. I definitely know who that is. Mia Jackson, favorite current player. <laughs> I mean Oh, Ronald you, Acuna yeah. Jr. Ronald Acuna Jr. I, I, you there know, you go. I don't, Freddie I don't Freeman. Watch, I don't watch baseball or keep up with it. I mean, I, okay, ugh, Sandlot. I mean, I, well, I know. Right? <laughs> okay, Frank Thomas, uh, high school. I, well, I mean, Frank Thomas obviously is you know famous, but I will. Okay, I do have a. Now, as a child, though, I'm not even um, bringing you know, up to you how Herschel Walker is officially listen, running. Don't quit mentioning Herschel Walker. I don't want to talk sick of him. Sick of him. <laughs> so sick of Herschel Walker. But, um, oh, he's a, oh, he's the worst. I don't even proudly want to tell people like, oh, I went to Georgia. I'm like, oh, I just, I can't, I cannot handle it. But um, no, when I was a child, though, baseball. Okay, this is because I'm always dumb. You know, I was a child. I didn't know any better. But as a kid, there was this. Um, I thought that Dale Murphy. Yes. Worked, I thought he worked at the um, the dairy that was in our town because he <laughs> was the, he, he was the spokesperson. <laughs> dairy was called dairy. He was like Mr. Brave in the eighties. <laughs> Yeah, and so when somebody was like, Dale Murphy plays for the Braves, I was like, no, he is a milk salesman. Like, that's what he does. That's I love that. The Dale Murphy's Twisty Freeze. <laughs> we got two-for-one cones on Friday night. Pop Popcorn oh. balloons for the kids. Come on down. I was you- just laughing because I love the idea that now there's a little kid that thinks, like, you can get your car insurance from Shaq directly. <laughs> He's there. Yeah, but straight Shaq. up, straight up. And you you no can because he owns it. So, yeah, you can. But, yeah, straight up was like, <laughs> he plays for the brand. This is crazy. Like, the man was standing by Katie the Cow. Get out of here. Holmesy, who's your favorite baseball player currently? When you're talking about Ronald Acuna Jr., I do like him a lot, but that's 
also i sat in like crazy good seats one night at dodger stadium remember i sent you that video yeah i was really jealous tape taped him <laughs> and he like he knew i was filming him and like fucked with me and it's one of my favorite things that i have on camera to this day love that just he like he played right like i don't know he was really great and then uh, mookie betts probably there you go uh, mookie betts you know i'm a dodgers fan now fully on i don't are you yeah yeah i mean i'm not a cubs fan really i don't i i you know i i've been here too long i guess yeah i don't and then they also you know traded the whole team away um there's a lot of red state people from red states here do you know anybody eating doing this uh horse uh dewormer shit are you guys familiar with this uh, yes, I've heard about it. The what is it? I, like, I, I just did some right now. Good. Are we not? Are we not supposed to do that? No, you're not, yeah. Burns. I told no, you. Burns, you don't no. go. Don't Woo! don't take stuff from that waffle whore that you've no. been going to. <laughs> it's not in the parking lot of waffle whores. It's not a suppository, Burns. Stop doing it that way. Too. <laughs> Wasn't there a dude just today who like uh, his wife? had like legally got clearance and and the hospital yes. was required to administer it to him yes i, I read that article yes uh, <laughs> what is it a court ruled in favor of well, somebody wants to this guy's her- like wife went to court he's very sick with covid and she like mm. forced through clearance to treat him with ivermectin even though every doctor at this hospital is like i i suggest you don't <laughs> But now they have to give it to him, which is crazy. Well, and also, can I just, this might be a little controversial, but I don't know if any of you guys are anti-vaxxers, but, you know, the fact that people have been like anti-vaccination, but now in Florida and Texas, they're getting this IV bag of the antibody. It's like, I'm sorry. So do you think COVID is real? Do you think I'm so baffled by that aspect Uh uh, Mm -hmm. that's happening in the last week? Um, that people are lined up to get this IV, but they won't get a won't get a shot. It's like right. I can't. IV bag sounds right. like so much harder. <laughs> I just yeah. like you either well, believe you either believe oh that COVID's a thing and you should get vaccinated, or you don't. What is this thing now that you're going to line up and get the antibodies? Mm. Like, right. Oh my god. I do- <laughs> okay. So Donda dropped this week. Where is everybody on Kanye? I want to know. Have you listened? Are you going to listen to Donda? No. You're not going to? Nope. Why? I I don't know. I just got to take a break. (laughs) I got to take a Kanye break. Yeah, I'm such a fan, but like, I just, I'm on a break. He's become, he's become, I don't need to listen to it the day it comes out. I'll be at the gym maybe two weeks from now and I'll be kind of like, I need some, oh, this. Right now, in this moment, it sounds like fun to listen to, and but that's when it'll happen. Like I don't have any plans later today to fire up Donda. It's my schedule's wide open for other stuff. <laughs> I'll let it come to me. I'll let it come to me. Okay, fine. Like you know, yeah, 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 good, yeah. I'll hear it. If it's right. good, I'm I'll not going to seek it out. Right. Yeah, yeah I matter. had to be. I had to be at the gym to hear to know who Cardi B was. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. Um. <laughs> If you do decide, I just want to say that Jay Z verse on jail may be worth your time. Well, I'll give it a whirl. 
I'll give it a whirl. Right, see, that's how I will just how listen to that verse. Yes, and by the way, I am a little obsessed with Jay Z. So Are you? Yeah. Yes. Jay Z, greatest living he, he American. There be, you go. Exactly. He might be my answer. <laughs> He's married to somebody pretty great. Ooh, wow. Yeah, but I also just think I really am a huge fan of his in every aspect. Yeah, fantastic. Does he think yeah. that we don't know what Basquiat looked like? Because <laughs> it's he's ripping yeah. it off completely. I mean, yeah. in the words of Elder Barge, he wears it well. Uh -huh. <laughs> I mean, I was hoping somebody would quote Elder Barge on this. We don't. We don't have enough Elder Barge quotes. Thank you. No, Thank we you. don't. You're welcome. The rhythm of the night still slaps. Uh, there's so many <laughs> the songs. Well, there's so Elder Barge. Elder Barge is like who, who's Johnny? That's yeah, yeah from, he did, he, yeah. From mm -hmm. the uh, from the greatest uh, '80s film of all time, Short Circuit Two. Short Circuit, Short Circuit, Two. Circuit Two. Who's Johnny's from Short Circuit Two? Uh, I can't. I can't be positive, but there is a there is a song from Short Circuit. Maybe I'm getting confused with the Mannequin Two song. From Broxette. I'm uh, trying well, to decide how amazing. long to pretend that I don't know El DeBarge was on Facts of Life. <laughs> he did an episode. Yes. Did he? Wow. Yeah. There is there is a running gag of anybody who was even remotely famous or an actor was on an episode during the 80s. Yeah. It's bizarre. I yeah. wish so much you, David Spade, Richard Grieco... Oh. Would have had that spinoff series. They were your roommates, right? Yes. Yes. And you know, David Spade won't even look at me now, which is hilarious. <laughs> Too good. Yeah. <laughs> Too good, Mr. Spade. Yeah, I literally saw him on a plane and I waved to him and and he was like <gasps> this. And then he looked uh, back. You know, not me. I mean I'm I mad. saw him at Fat Burger once. Yeah, I was there. I was with you. I'm sorry. It's called a tool move. It's just a tool move. <laughs> yeah, don't, yeah, don't head nod. Right, me. Right. Yeah, don't head nod. Thank when you. Thank you. Thank you. Come on. Why are you acting like our spinoff series didn't, didn't happen? Wasn't your first acting gig, right? And he was like, God, I hope this goes. I mean. Uh, maybe he thinks he sabotaged it or something. Oh, dear. Greatest living American, David, David Spade. Spade. Oh, <laughs> my God. And I'm moving to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> and that's going to send me to Ottawa. Right there. <laughs> All right. Uh, does anybody want to plug anything? Does anybody want to? Um, Facts of Life is a wonderful TV show. You can't find it anywhere. <laughs> it's we not streaming. no residuals, so no. Everyone's what? watching completely. Yeah, we we haven't the four girls. We have not gotten residuals in over twenty years. Wow! So Can that be retroactively on a pile of gold? Nope, that's just our cellulite. That's not piles of gold. Oh, I know. Is there it's, a reason? Biggest, it's, it's the biggest thing we all we all shared this answer when we're asked, "What's the biggest thing we don't know?" And I said, "I'm just convinced people don't know that we make absolutely no money from it, and haven't." Wow. You know. That was in years. Isn't that crazy? Can that be fixed retroactively or anything? It can't, unfortunately. But the good news is, and I feel good about it. I know this sounds very, you know, highbrow and I'm so not. But the good news is 
one of the reasons the residual stuff changed in the union was based on these block of shows, including ours. Um, that people, oh, that wow. the reason why Seinfeld gets Seinfeld money and Friends get Friends money is because shows like, like those really, you could see everyone made money and still makes money, the writers, the directors, um, truly. And it, by the way, it's exactly why I'm running for SAG-AFTRA um, this time because of the misstep that our union didn't negotiate for streaming. Yeah. The writers did it, the Writers Guild did, the Producers Guild did it, and actors went, oh, this is so convenient. And so oh. um, that's why I am running with the party I'm running with and like doing it because it really is a thing. It's gonna really mess people up as far as like being able to like make a living as an actor. Well, I think Jerry Seinfeld owes you. Totally. Yeah. I mean, anyway, again, on a downner, guys, you might want to rethink inviting me. You might want to rethink this. Just saying. Please come I'm back anytime, it. anytime I'm you so want. glad to meet you. <laughs> it was so nice meeting you guys, truly. Thank you so much. Thank you. I'm now hard outing. Okay, hard out. <laughs> Way to do it. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye, Mindy. Bye, Mindy. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Oh. I mean, yeah. listen, my little childhood heart is hey, that that showed as a, a young Mike Burns learned everything about older babes from that TV show. <laughs> she was the first one to lose her virginity on the show. I read. I loved yeah. that show so Mrs. much. Mrs. Garrett oh had, uh, had to uh, and I I didn't you know, because she's answered these questions a bazillion times. I don't want to remember this. Remember this. Remember this. <laughs> but yeah, that was a big episode where Mrs. Garrett had to. Uh, had to snake had to sit down with her and, and uh, talk about sex stuff. And it was real awful to have to watch that with your parents, man. I fucking hated that. I'm like, don't do this to me. Don't put this on the show. I learned a few things. I did research. I did not really realize that it was a spinoff from different strokes. Alan Thicke wrote the theme song <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> to both. I don't know my facts of life history. Do well, you? Those two facts, okay. Well, not all of it. No, I mean, I, I loved it so. Been on Wikipedia this morning. I know a few things. Oh, <laughs> I know a couple. Of, yeah, we did. I used to watch it. We did know that. My questions. homework. Yeah, I did my homework. Did I read Sirhan Sirhan's getting parole? Yes. Yes. You did read that. And two of yes. RFK's kids are anti-vaxxers. Two of RFK's kids like came out and Our supported him. Like they spoke at his parole. Uh, at his parole hearing. Oh, right? they don't oh, think a... they don't think he did it, right? No, I don't know about that. I, I just think they think that he's served his time and his. Yeah, they, they they think he's a good guy. They're they're yeah. <laughs> they're like. Yeah, it's weird. No, I don't know. We made, it's, we're friends. It's their thing, though. I'm, I'm not gonna we, get mad about. I like it made me mad when I heard that, but then I don't know. That's their, you know, it's their dad. Yeah, if his kids right. want him let out, let him out. Yeah, like fuck. Who not am my I dad. To get upset about. <laughs> I feel like right. um, I'm conf- maybe I'm confused, but I feel like they don't think he did it. Really? Oh, no, let's look it up. Let's see. Because oh, um, straight up did it. I think he did it. Right. There's yeah, like he, <laughs> multiple witnesses. No, he did it. Yeah, he did it. You know, he shot the guy in the kitchen. He did do it. It's not like he was across so his, the street. His, his oldest son does condemn it. Six, hate, six of his kids object. How many kids does he have? It was a lot. It's like, doing it like nine or something. RFK. Kennedy's. Kennedy's love kids. Kennedy's love There's fucking. Kids. They love boning. 
Mia, is your was your is your uh, boyfriend happy that OnlyFans is sticking around with with? Is he? <laughs> oh, he. You know what he um he supports that it's sticking around. You know he he hasn't said um much other than like does he like do that he does too. stuff for that or shoots it right? Yeah, he's shot, yeah he shot some um yeah he shot some stuff for um for a um a model that um oh. gets her content on OnlyFans. Oh, yes. very cool. This this has been, I think this was a, probably was a greasy booty background. For something. Yeah, you're going to need a, I'm sure. You're going to need to wipe that down. Yeah. This, this has been, <laughs> it's been, it's been properly disinfected. OnlyFans. <laughs> um, my, my back isn't on somebody's ass. Prints, so, um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he has shot some, well, a lot of, a lot of slow motion Ooh. <laughs> yeah. and i'm yeah. like oh is that a slow down booty jiggle okay Ooh. right well look at that sometimes sometimes when it's regular speed you miss some things you and when you when it's slow there's a lot of stuff yeah. where you're yeah, like you don't oh, miss any arrow, you get all aerodynamic ass you want to yeah. see all the jiggles happen yeah. it's just a thing that you're paying for yeah you're paying for the slut to see all the jiggles she's working that back don't know how to act slow motion for me you quote juvenile on the show. Are you ripping a jewel pen? Speaking of juvenile, that's a, yeah, it's a jewel pen. <laughs> juvenile, juvenile. <laughs> Didn't he do a, van, a vaccination? I ball? saw that. Yes, it's yeah, so yeah. bad. Vax, vax that thing up. Vax I that thing up. Oh, that's and I've... come on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I did send the link to a lot of people. Weird Al would approve of that. <laughs> Backs it. Then there was, a, there was a verse by a female rapper, and I was like, what is this? Like, who is this? Right. No, we probably should have maybe left that alone. I'm not saying that she shouldn't have been there, but, you know, we should. When you have branded yourself as the back that ass up person, you can't come back adding other vocals. Yeah, it's like. Later. Yeah. Let's just stay within the. Here's how I, I met Juvenile, it, not in real, but <laughs> I heard the song Ha. I thought it was the dumbest thing that I'd ever heard because he just rhymes Ha with Ha the whole song. And then the chorus. He's a rhyme and he just says Ha yeah. after every line. <laughs> then the that chorus makes, that, stuck in my rhyme, head for not... days and I bought the whole fucking CD. Yeah, a lot of those um, songs from that, that, that time period were um, very earwormy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we transition out of No Limit oh. to Juvenile. Yeah. How do we feel about the album covers, the No Limit album covers? Is that a nostalgic <laughs> fun thing, or is that like <laughs> they were sitting on so a ridiculous. throne with a tiger <laughs> holding a pile of money? There's a name for them, and I can't remember. I've wanted to do merch with like one of those, but it's just. I've, it's, it's I know hard. You're it's like, yeah. I gotta get someone to. I gotta pay someone to do that shit. Pay, it's just pay like, me as boyfriend. Probably whip it up. Absolutely do it. Well, look, there's a no. Apparently, I just Google. There's a no limit cover album generator. Oh my god! Oh, of course there is. That's, that's genius. Pen and pen oh. and pixel. That's who they were done by. Pen and yes, pixel. That's who. That's who it is. Oh, there's an album cover generator. I just need to make one of those then. Oh, well, there is a something called album cover maker. Let's all do it. Yeah, Jewel. great. Hip hop album. Wow, this is a I lot. Need a crown or something, but <laughs> yeah, you do. 
I want a tiger. I, should, I should have one anyway. I want some tigers or panthers on mine. Yeah, dude. like a like a Siegfried and Roy situation. Yeah, like bang. Who had the White best? One? Master P had the best ones, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah those are all good. Solid, That's the same solid. time. Master yeah. P's are the first. He is the originator, yeah. I think. The ice cream man. Yep. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, I don't have anything else. I just like you guys. Uh, what? Uh, which? How should we leave? Should, do you guys have anything you want to talk about or plug or anything? Listen to Power Moves with Mike Burns anywhere you can listen to a podcast. There you go, Holmesy. Uh, you got no. a carport show? Carport comedy, September twenty fifth. The new, the hotness in Los Angeles stand up comedy. That's what I yep. hear. I heard that, that was the, the hottest show in L A. Is what I heard. It is. I heard the best burgers in the biz. Yeah, we made burgers last yesterday. Um, I got the lineup. I got the lineup. Mike Holmes, John Durnell, me, Paige Weldon, Brooks Whelan, Jack Robichaud, Christina Catherine Martinez, Katrina Davis, Will Miles, Andrew McCann, Beth Stelling, Robert Buscemi, 925. Best show yeah. in town. Me, you're invited whenever you're in bring town. Bring up the Buscemi Natalie impression. During the podcast, and I don't know what to. Here. That's the first time I met her. I'm not going to be like, nah, right. <laughs> getting ambushed. Like I thought about like, uh, uh, Mia, Mia probably doesn't know the back. Uh, give me the backstory here. Let me hear it. Oh, you tell it. I don't know. Well, so we're from. We all started in Chicago doing stand-up comedy 15 years ago, and there was a comic, still a comic, good friend of ours, Robert Buscemi, and he used to do. I don't know who he is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't know yeah. the premise of Robert's joke. He did a whole like Charlotte Ray, Mrs. Garrett character. He would do a Charlotte Ray, Mrs. Garrett impression, and the impression centered around him just saying, <laughs> doing that. Oh, Natalie. <laughs> well, he wore the wig. Too. He wore the wig. wig he wore the wig. He go, the other My girls God, told me with you, all the boys. you were sleeping with all the boys. And nobody has footage of this. <laughs> I no, think it's, it's on it's like a, there. I think it's out there. You, you it can might, find it. it. Exist. So, and I was yeah, going to tell her uh, Mia's th- uh, the thing your boyfriend said about oh. Trump's <laughs> body, and I was like, mm. shaped like Mrs. Garrett. Yeah. But he, but what he said today, well, I, I told him that I was doing this, and then he was like, you know what? He said, Charlotte Ray couldn't help you that she was supposed to be built like that, but not, not Trump. <laughs> no, no man should be built like Miss Charlotte. Garrett. Charlotte Ray <laughs> discovered her, and so I was like, huh? I doubt that she wants to hear the shit about Trump in the same sentence right. as like her, right. her mentor. Oh, good call. Not worth the risk. But yeah, still, Charlotte Ray. She uh, thought she reminded her of a friend named Natalie. Yeah, I read that same thing. I don't. Yeah. Yeah, it's called Wikipedia. Oh, I did find the the myth, the um, the Ohio um, players. They said the story was that the cover shoot that she was covered in a honey like acrylic, not the real thing, and then was glued down to the floor. <laughs> and oh. <laughs> and wow. then they said. It's her horrific death scream that can be heard on Love Roller Coaster, but it is a myth, and the Ohio players milked it. Wow. For their sales. So y'all just had us out here thinking that this woman was glued, gorilla glued to the floor. To a damn floor. 
I'm gonna pox it. This is terrible. This, this is good. Right. Right. You're like, look at her, well preserved. Forty years later, like that's horrible. Like, she's man, still there. <laughs> like a fly <laughs> stuck in amber. Yes, uh-huh. right. Yes. Frozen in carbonite, like Han Solo. Right. Guys, thank you for doing this. I I appreciate it. Real uh, treat. Real treat real for treat. me. To see y'all. Thank you. Thank this you, will be Friday. Friday. Bye, guys. I'll see you soon. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, it's Mike, Mindy, Mike, Mia, and Amy. Go ahead and hit subscribe. I will tag them all on Twitter and Instagram eventually on Friday, so give them a follow on social media. Thank you for listening. That is the show. R.I.P. Michael Clark Duncan. R.I.P. Frank Robinson. Bye.